0: This week's message, given by Pastor Stephen Yun, at the Circassonia United Methodist Church, April twenty third, two thousand and twenty three. The message is, "Fishing in the Right Place," based on Second Corinthians twelve six to ten, and Luke five one to eleven. It's good to be with you this morning. Would you join me as I pray? Loving gracious God, we thank you for this beautiful day that you created for us. We thank you for bringing us together this morning. As we um, come into your presence, we pray that your Holy Spirit surround us, empower us, Help us to let go of old things and welcome new things that comes from your Son Jesus Christ. May the words of my mouth and meditations of my heart be acceptable acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Have you ever gone on fishing trip and had not much luck catching anything? Anybody? There are a lot of people at the 9 a.m. service. Imagine you went on a fishing trip, went to the Jersey Shore. You want to catch a sea bass, which is, you know, uh, comes a delicious taste and delicate texture. You try different spots, different variations, and you even switch up bait, but still no bites for hours. How would you feel if you were in that situation? You know patience is the key to fishing, and fishing takes time and persistence, as Roger Hendrickson shared in his video. But if you spend hours and hours waiting for a bite and it seems like nothing is happening, you may feel disappointed and even discouraged. You may feel like all the effort and preparation has gone to waste. If you see yourself as not skilled enough, you might feel like you are doing something wrong. A series of, of uh, moments of self-doubt and negative self-talk come like waves. If you're a skilled angler or a commercial fisherman, you would know that there are several factors that can determine, that can help you determine whether you're fishing in the right place or not. So I was listening to this pro fisherman named Gordon Hansford and he was talking about how to pick the best spot to fish on the shore. Basically if you're a seasoned angler you know it's not about your comfort but about whether where the fish are most likely to be. According to him there are several things to consider the color of the weather, uh, water the color of the water matters. The right tide, suitable weather, and importantly, the type of fish that you are uh, trying to catch. This means you're not going to find fish everywhere in the sea, or at the same water depth. It would be a waste of time to cast your line where there's no fish to catch. However, the kind of knowledge, this kind of knowledge, used comes from, you know, much experience. Like experience of experienced anglers or local advice, since it's specific to the season and location. Whether you are a pro or novice, you should understand the importance of finding the right spot if you want to catch your target fish. Last Sunday, we kicked off our Fishing with Jesus sermon series, and I ask you to. Jot down the name of the fish that you are trying to catch and trying to reel in but just can't seem to catch for now. You know, the goals in life that give you a sense of purpose and meaning. And you guys share some tough ones. Let me share some of them. Um, These are your language, the words that you put on the notes. Balancing life. Learning patience, forgiveness, finding a life partner, good companionship, peace and healing in my family, affording college, having confidence to leave my job, and finding a new position. You know, it's not always easy to admit what's at stake and give it a name with honesty, so I'm grateful for your responses, which helped me to prepare my sermon with heartfelt prayers. As I was reading through them, I couldn't help but think, wow, this, you know, these are some slippery fish to catch. Those are the tough you know, fish to catch, even for the experienced anglers among us. I mean, those who are seasoned Christians in this church. You know, you're out there trying to catch this fish, putting in all your effort, time, energy. But then you find yourself getting more frustrated and discouraged because nothing seems to be happening. Despite this, you continue to try even harder to catch it because you want to get it so desperately. This is what you want. So you feel like you've done everything correctly, but all you end up with is a bunch of seaweed. You know, no desired outcome there. You don't see any meaningful progress or difference. And this is where, this is when you start feeling disempowered. Like nothing you're doing, you know, um, is making... Any difference, and and, and there's nothing you can do to make it happen and make any difference. It's a frustration. This is when you might lose hope. You know, lose sight of one of the three key components of hope that we talked about for the last two Sundays. You know, the three key components of hope refer to goals, agency, and pathways. In this situation, you might lose sight of your agency, a sense of power. If you experience such a series of setbacks, it is possible that your sense of agency may become disempowered. In other words, you may begin to feel like you don't have the capacity to influence your situation. No matter how much you tried, you may start feel helpless. And powerless. And a question might come to you Am I fishing in the wrong place? Do I need to find the right one? Like one of you uh, wrote in your notes Am I working in the right position? Am I in the right relationships? Am I pursuing the right direction for my goals? You ask yourself this question because the more you put yourself into it, the more you feel. Frustrated and disempowered. You know, you worked hard, but no positive results. Nothing seems to be happening. If you ever found yourself in this uh, situation, I'm sure you can empathize with a pro fisherman named Simon Peter in the Gospel of Luke, which tells us another fishing story known as the call of the first disciples of Jesus. This is a story familiar to many of us, so it's easy to neglect the strangeness of it, the strangeness of the story in many respects. As we're digging into this gospel story this morning, I want to invite you to read this story with fresh eyes, paying attention to how Jesus restores a sense of agency and power in the heart of Peter. In ancient Israel, fishing was done at night. It was done at night when water was cool and the activity of fish was minimal. It was a way of maximizing a catch. They used nets, often bell-shaped ones with a lead weight, around the edges. so when they would uh, throw the nets onto the water, pull on a cord, the fish could be caught and lifted. As a local and professional fisherman, Peter and his partners must have known the good fishing spots and try here, you know, here and there in the lake of Gennesaret, which, by the, by the way, uh, means uh, harp in, in the Hebrew. As you look at this, uh, the shape of the lake, you know, it looks like harp, right? But this uh, Gennesaret, the lake in Gennesaret, uh, is another name for the Sea of Galilee, as you can see from this map also Sea of Tiberias, you know, they're all referred to the same location in the Bible, you know, even though they sound like different places. In the fishing story we read last week where the resurrected Jesus came to Peter and the other disciples who were fishing, John calls this place the Sea of Tiberias, which is the exact same place where today's story takes place. Similarly, Peter and the disciples worked all night without catching anything. This can be extremely frustrating and discouraging, especially for someone like Peter who had to rely on fishing to provide for himself and his family. In the story, when Jesus appeared early in the morning, they were washing their nets after coming back from their fishing trip with no fish. Seeing them, Jesus got into one of the boats, the one that belonged to Peter. And he sat down and taught the people, including Peter, from the boat. Friends, Jesus is the one who uses his power to empower his people. In this story, Jesus restores Peter's sense of agency and power by telling him to row out farther into the deep water and let down your net for catch. After he, you know, this is happening after he he came back from, you know, uh, the fishing trip. He He came with the empty boat. With this word, Jesus empowers Peter, a professional fisherman, to return to the very place where he experienced failure. This empowerment. Can you imagine what Peter must have been thinking at the moment when he heard these words of Jesus? You know, our human inclination is to project our past failure, pain, hurt into the future, into our future story. When we live in this past story, we no longer see ourselves for who we are, for what we are capable of. We don't see people for who they can be. We no longer see situations for what they can be. All we can see is potential risk, potential hurt, potential disappointment, potential failure. We know that the past pain can often turn into future hurt and disappointment if we let it. Only if we let it. However, Peter didn't let it define his future story. Instead, he opened his heart to Jesus' invitation and said, Master, we've been fishing hard all night. Haven't caught anything, but if you say so, uh, I will let out my nets. Peter acknowledged his past failure and disappointment here, but didn't let it hold him back. The difference was Jesus in the fishing boat. The only difference was the, Jesus, the presence of Jesus in his fishing boat. Whether it's about fishing or life decisions, a career or relationships, putting out into the deep always entails risk. There is a risk of being hurt, disappointed, a failing. But when we fish with Jesus, friends, when we get on the Jesus boat, he allows us a renewed sense of agency and power. We can find the strength of God in our weakness. We can find the wisdom of God in our ignorance, as Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians. Friends, if you're feeling disempowered by your life circumstance now, how can you experience this renewed sense of power and agency that make up our hope. Sometimes Jesus helps us to see that we are fishing in the wrong place. That's what Jesus does. He helps us to realize that we are fishing in the wrong place. Like the prophet Jonah who was in the wrong place instead of where God commanded him to go. And God empowers us to move to the right place. I remember a young father who struggled with addiction but by the grace of God he realized that he was fishing in the wrong spot for his life. He was empowered to move to the right place. And later he decided to be baptized as an adult. And as a as a pastor I still remember the moment when he was baptized with his 2-year-old daughter. That was the moment when he experienced the strength of Jesus. Jesus, who strengthened him to move to the right fishing spot. For those of you who are currently wondering if you are fishing in the right place because of the adver- adverse nature of your experience, I want to invite you to consider these three questions. First, am I seeing any signs of progress or success? This question is about whether you are seeing any improvement or development toward your goal and hope, despite all the setbacks that you are facing now. Second, am I engaged and motivated? Am I engaged and motivated? If you're fishing in the right place, you may feel a sense of of excitement and joy, despite the challenges ahead of you. So even if you fail, you can try it again you see failure as an opportunity to grow and move closer to your goal. Finally, am I aligned with my values and priorities? Am I aligned with my values and and priorities? If you're fishing in the right place, you will feel a sense of fulfillment and meaning because you are doing something that aligns with your values and priorities. If you're feeling like your efforts are out of alignment with your values, your life priorities, and you find yourself constantly compromising them, it may be a sign that you are fishing in the wrong place for your life. As Jesus did with Peter, Jesus comes to us when we are disempowered with our lives fishing and he empowers us to move to the right spot by faith other times Jesus helps us that it's about going deeper from where we are not going to the different place but going deeper from where we are even though we are fishing in the right place yet catch nothing this may be a sign that you know you are called to go deeper from where you are now going back to the gospel story you know it's still peter we've got to make a decision whether he should go into the deep water and cast his nets. You know, the nets he just washed and mended after fishing. As Christians, we know it can be scary to leave the place of the shallows, to go into the deep. It's a scary thing sometimes. But you know what? That's where we find the big fish. That's where we find abundance of fish. That's where we experience significant changes in our life, faith, and our character. And we grow to be more like Jesus through this fishing experience. Now, think of the fish you named last Sunday, friends. If you didn't get a chance to do it last Sunday, think about uh, the fish that you are trying to catch these days. What's the name of the fish? Whether the, whatever the fish is, ask God to give you the power to discern whether you need to move to another fishing spot or go deeper from where you are. Discerning this matter is not easy, not always clear. But trust that, this, that discernment comes when we are fishing with Jesus, our Lord and Savior. If you feel called to move to the deeper water, what would it take on your part? What would it mean to go deeper in your life today? This is known as one of the miracle stories in the Gospels. But the purpose of this miracle story is not to suggest that we should look for or wait for this magical power to come and move us forward. Whether it's solving life problems or finding success and happiness, too often we want Jesus to exercise a magic power to enable us to catch the fish we desire. Not letting go of the things that hold us back and not doing our part. Just like we prayed this morning. Friends, are you fishing with Jesus? Then... Consider this question. Are you willing to pay attention to his voice and his direction? Are you willing to pay attention to his voice and his direction? Are you willing to take responsibility for your attitudes and your actions? Are you willing to see your setbacks as the opportunity to grow as Christians and take that step of faith along the journey? Remember that setbacks and failures are a natural part of our fishing journey. It will be, always be there with us. Our faith journey. But that, they don't define your capabilities, your sense of power in Christ. Our Lord Jesus Christ uses His power to empower us as we follow Jesus into the deep water and let our, let our, our nets He will be with us every step of the way. No matter what fish or situation you're dealing with now, may the empowering presence of Christ fill you with renewed sense of agency and power and strengthen your hope. Amen.